welcome to episode three of That's Just Ridiculous with me, Guy Kenaway. And me, Paul Fryer. Good to have you on board again. We're back at Paul's house. In fact, we haven't moved for a very long time. <laughs> and uh, I would like to talk this time a little bit about relationships. I think it would be good to, to discuss because we've steered away from that subject for obvious reasons because we didn't want to expose Paul to any unnecessary difficulties. What do you mean by that? <laughs> what do you mean by that? You know, well, what, because I'm in a relationship and you're not, so you think that somehow... <laughs> yeah, we just, we don't want to do it. Yeah, but you Guy, know. you're the one who wants to be honest. I, I'm in a relationship, I don't have to do that. <laughs> <laughs> that was a joke, by the way. That's <laughs> right. It's okay, you can count on Ellen not, not listening. In fact, no one we know is going to be listening. Let's so call her X, because I don't want my relationship person to be revealed. So X, you know, the thing is, Guy, what a strange thing. What, why? Because this is no personal, time to, it's my personal life. This is no time for boundaries. Don't drag my, don't drag, don't drag, don't drag my personal life into this, kind of way. Isn't this all about your personal life? Um, uh, let's just start again with that, actually. Great. Okay. So, so what is this about? This is about a showbiz personality called Paul Fryer. It's like uh, Cliff Richard. <laughs> That's who you want to no, be. No, 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 you want to be no. The Cliff Richard of the podcast. No, it's not that. Well. It's just that you know. Why wait don't a you minute. just like be straight about who, who well, you are? It's like, what's the problem? Well, it's better that way, isn't it? All right. Yes, it is. But you know, right, okay. And that, with that cleared up, we can go. It's so complicated, though. You like, it's, I don't like the way you're delighting in the fact that I might reveal something which might derail my relationship. I love the might. <laughs> no. This is all wrong. No, I don't mean that. I'm not trying to. Oh, you don't mean that? No, no, no. It no. just came out like that. It's a light hearted remark. Yeah, right, okay. Banter. Yeah, whatever. I know you. You might not know him, but I know him. And I What's know what it he like? You moved from town to the country. How's it, how is it? And, and at the same time, you moved in with Eleanor. Yes. Uh, to this, to the, it's very poor, this place where we're currently recording, because there's this like absolute fuck off, beautiful kind of medieval mansion with huge wrought iron gates. It really is exquisite. And uh, so Paul gets the sort of, you know, it, he gets all the grandiosity and the hugeness and the sort of luxury and the massiveness of, of that, uh, which, which you've always liked. In your studio in London was like really ambitiously large and like massive and... You like to large it. Excuse me, I don't live in that house, though. I know you don't. So let's just make that clear. But it does look like you do. No, it doesn't. How does it look like that? I live in this little house here. Well, because you turn up at the drive and you go, oh, God, things are going well. Yeah, and then you come here and you go, all right. Hold on, hold on. We're in a delightful... I'm renting a little cottage which happens to be in the grounds of an 11th century manor. Unlike Guy, who lives in this big fuck-off house in Pilton with a hairdo. Actually, the funny thing about the thatch is that the guy... The, the guys who came to do the thatch... We were talking about relationships, and now we're on your thatch. <laughs> All right, OK, See, look, okay, this is the okay, thing okay, about... Okay, okay. Relationships, Guy. OK, we could talk about hair, I think we should talk about your relationships, okay, Guy, for a little while, while, and then we might get on to mine. Well, I've always had difficulties. Oh, no, no, no. I said I've always had difficulties in that department, <laughs> along with every other department. Have you tried being gay? Not really. All right, not, let's, not, 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 let's not talk... Yeah, yeah, solely yeah, with yeah, women. Yeah, yeah, no, I couldn't. I could, no, that's yeah. That's that's the way. That's the way. Uh, the that's the way I am. That's yeah. the way I am. Yeah, I'm landed with that. It doesn't work if you're not into it. I've no. It doesn't. No. <laughs> anyway, look. I wanted to ask you about why. Actually, this is what I wanted to ask you. Why do you want to talk about relationships? Well, because I think that I don't hear people talking about. Uh, real relationships and real situations 
on the radio or on TV or in film. It always seems to be couched in terms that, that never really strike me as, as, as honest. Maybe because they're protecting themselves, and I understand that, or because they're trying to entertain people, or because they're, or because they're, they feel that they, 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 they feel that they should say something which is not very interesting because they succeed at it. Certainly on Radio Four, you don't f hear people talking about relationships very much, and they're the things that really are the. Uh, 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 almost the last things we have left nowadays, with the, with the kind of country falling apart, and the politics shot to hell, and the environment shot to hell. What we're really left with is 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 with our with our lovers and our friends and our enemies, and 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 to me that they're, they're the most fascinating fascinating area of of sort of discourse, of discussion, of debate. And I spend a lot of time with my friends talking about relationships, mm -hmm. and. Uh, and they're a great subject. They're a great subject. They okay. reveal a lot about one's. I reveal a lot about myself, and it's a great way of of showing my frailties and also my strengths, and getting into a bit of meat. It's like eating. It's like a good main course. Relationships. You've been married, haven't you, Guy? I have. I was married for, for twenty one years. Yeah. <laughs> and do you miss being married? I, th I think that the the the, 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 the central problem of, for me with, with 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 love relationships rather than friendships is that I tend to to worry that I have to share a reality, and that not sharing a reality is in some way a, some kind of uh, uh, in, in infidelity or kind of uh, or sort of betrayal. I tend to worry about that, and I normally end up shifting my position to theirs, mm -hmm. and uh, I have to get into a kind of completely inauthentic uh, situation, and it just gets worse and worse and worse and worse and worse because I'm kind of trying to really, I'm trying to please them. I'm trying mm -hmm. to be the person they want, or think the things they want, or see the world th the, the same way that they see it, rather than say, "This is who I am." Uh, and I don't agree with you because I just think if if I say that, then they won't like me or they won't love me anymore. I feel a bit like that, but I put it. I have put it down to being um, an artist or being involved in making things in that way, in that you need to have a certain amount of um, not space, but you need a certain amount of um, clarity in order to do that and. When you when you meld or mingle with another person, it becomes quite difficult. To, Very. And is that? Do you think it's that, or do you think everybody feels like that? Well, I don't know. I think it's obviously. I, I think I have a particular problem with it. I mean, even to the extent I'm trying to give a, an example of it is like, say, at the end of an evening, I'm feeling tired. If if uh, uh, the you know the person I'm with is not feeling tired and wants to stay up, I will feel it's in some way a betrayal for me to say I'm going to bed. And leaving them up on their own. Whereas in a functioning uh, relationship, mm. they're, they're, the person can stand up and go, I'm really tired, I'm off to bed. Yeah. And I always watch that, totally aghast and so impressed. Mm. And I go, God, how can they, how can they, they do that? And they don't have a fight about it. Yeah. They don't have a fight about it. Yeah. They're saying, this is who I am. And naturally the person goes, he's tired, it's okay to go to bed. I'm on the verge it's of okay. getting that now, it's really cool. <laughs> Seriously, it's really nice. Of We've course, of, but I've never been there. I've never been there. Never, never, because I'm too scared to go there. I think. Guy. Mm. 
That shocks me, really. And so when I'm on my own... Not shocks me, When I'm on my own, me. I can go to bed and not feel guilty yeah. about going to bed. But you don't feel guilty when I'm at your house and you go to bed, like, yeah. when you're and Well, actually, funnily enough, I did, because it happened the other night. Yeah, it did, and, yeah. you, and you mentioned it, you commented on it. And, and it, you left me there. Yeah, you said you, <laughs> you left, left me you there. Left me, you left me, you know, with, 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 you know, with my garrulous with, mate. With, yeah. You know, and, uh, and I felt, oh, God, that was a bit disloyal. That I was should, a joke. I should, oh. I know, I, I, I do understand that, but still, that I did notice it. Yeah. And I have, I get, I have no separation between me and my lover. I just turn into the same sort of... They are church and state guy. Oh, indeed. And you have to separate them. And what it is is just boundaries because you have to say to yourself at some point, and I'm, I'm dreading this really because since moving here to answer your question and being here with Eleanor in this place and not having, not, it's not that I don't have to work, I do have to work, I have to work for money, I have to work for my sanity, but I haven't been working and therefore we've been concentrating on being together and doing the things that need to be done in order to cement that and also to help Eleanor with the things she's doing, you know, to, to make sense of not being in London anymore. But to, to suddenly, like lately I've been thinking, shit, I really have got to get my finger out and do something. I mean, this, obviously we're doing this and this is really, I really enjoy it and I like talking to you, but for me making my work is like you with your writing, it's something that I am compelled to do in some way. It's, a, it's an itch that you have to scratch in some have way. To, have to, have so, to. And I'm dreading it now, I'm dreading the, the whole thing of, I'm going to have to set up a studio and I'm going to have to be like selfish and well that's know. how it feels it does feel like a selfish act and it, but, and, it and and so that's why i can't be in that but it's church and state and you have to do it in a way do you know what i mean you, there's you who you share and there's the you that makes things and you they, it has to be different otherwise you wouldn't do it you wouldn't do it well if for me it's a real problem but it's less of a problem obviously on my own so i can just go to right. bed when i want and get right. up of and, course and, less of a problem. And, and, and do what i need to and so then I, but at, but at the same time, I lose a lot of, of that kind of companionship. When I arrived today, mm. I saw you and Ellen just sitting on the sofa together. Mm. And I did think, oh, God, Ellen, I don't really sit like that in an intimate kind of situation, setting, just chatting quietly with someone in that way. But I got my friends. I, 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 it, you definitely, I've definitely really developed friendships since not being in a, in a partnership. Mm -hmm. And when I'm in a partnership, I, friendships often do fall behind. Oh, certainly true. And, that, and whereas I think functioning people who really know how to do it maintain a partnership and also their friends. Mm -hmm. And it, for them, it's not a conflict. It is a conflict. It's always a somehow conflict. Somehow for me, it's always a conflict. It's always conflict. a conflict. I'm Maybe sorry. My friends are well, so, it is for me. So difficult. Because then you start saying, well, then there's the old argument that happens, which is like, we spend more time with your friends than my friends, and then there's our friends. So there's the ones who are regarded as our friends. Am I your friend or our friend? You're or ours, our, our friend. friend. Oh, right, yeah. Am, yeah. I your only, am, I, am I your only joint friend? Mm, no, there are a few <laughs> others. But you, but, it's a, but you are one of a very, it's a very small, small Venn diagram. Very small, yeah, overlap <laughs> in the Venn diagram, yeah, yeah. It's a do you have our enemies on the Venn diagram as well? God, well, yeah, we do actually. If I'm honest, yeah, there are, there is that group, but we don't talk about them. Yeah, I'm using this as an ashtray, and I'm not. I'm just use the floor. Right. We're outdoors. But I yeah. don't know if we are outdoors. We're in a kind of loggia. I think it's called a loggia. It's sort of half outdoors, half indoors. Mm. 
and I didn't know whether to tap my my. Uh, I didn't know whether it was an awful thing. It's like tapping. Yeah, it's indoors, outdoors, but outside. I, I remember in. watching someone grinding a fag out on a carpet in a party. <laughs> what, going, what at my what party? <laughs> what at my party? It's a party, man. With his with his with his with his shoe. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Who gives a fuck? Okay, it's a party. Yeah, don't be so uptight. <laughs> yeah, relax, guys. He put his cigarette out on his wife's bosom. <laughs> I'm, I am dreading starting work again because I find it is really disruptive to relationships in general, being so insular. Because you have to really focus. It's not even just focusing as well. It's it's a mania. I, I don't I don't think I do it particularly well. I have to go into a manic. It's quite it's quite. Um, Profligate. I don't. I'm not very efficient, and I don't think I'm very efficient with my emotions when I'm in that state either. So I, I'm thrashing around trying to find something, and I end up. It can be quite bruising if you're around me. I know it can, because I'm suddenly I'll turn around and say, you know what, I, you have to get out of my face because I just need some time. And right, okay. I, I'm totally incapable of saying that sentence. It's not really one hundred percent. Not the sentence, but it's like the that's the feeling that comes off you. Well, that's the thought, but I can I go. Well, oh, it's feeling. absolutely fine. I won't work. We'll oh. go and have dinner. It'll be absolutely fine. Let's have a drink. It's absolutely fine. Yeah, wonder you end up finishing with him. Right. Guess what? You're out the door, and I go completely crazy. Yeah, yeah, and you go berserker. You're weird and start acting. And then you say, you know what? We're finished. We're finished. Fuck you. No, I don't say that. I, you know, I just go and behave like an idiot. You know. Right. But, um, so, do you f tend to finish relationships by um, not by text? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I meant by uh, yes. Well, yes. No, but I meant by doing something which causes the relationship to no longer be. No, I, I haven't even got that courage. It's it's worse than that. Yeah. It's worse than that. Do you use um, some kind of manipulation technique? I don't know. Please, it's just so painful. You wanted to talk about this. Yeah, you can't right. start shaking your head now. <laughs> no, no, please. The glare. <laughs> Guy, here's to it. Here's to it. Yeah, yeah. Cheers. Yeah. Mm. Mm. That makes a change. It's a bit sweeter than yours. Yeah, it is, yeah. Not bad, though. It's a burgundy, isn't it? Yeah. This one? <laughs> Two wine snobs get together and talk about crap wine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's lovely. Exactly. Mm. It's what we can afford. Yeah. yeah. I used to shoplift wine, you know, and I used to change the... Um... God, I've never shoplifted. I used to find... No, but what I, what I realised was that all the best wines didn't have a barcode, and they just looked at the, the price on it. This is when barcodes first came in. Right, right. And it went on for about a year after barcodes came in, all the really fancy wines. And the, the, the cheapest of the fancy wines was about seven quid, and the most expensive was about 25 to 30 quid. So I just used to swap the seven quid label for the 25 quid one. I don't think, I wonder if they still do. I, you know, I, I don't think a really expensive bottle of claret has a barcode on it now. I don't think Mouton Rothschild has a. Has that, a see what they've done there? They've right, stuck with it. They've added it on, yeah. No. yeah. So they put a little label on, and that's what they used to do as well in the old days. But no, I never no, never got into shoplifting because my family were in retail and we were just like drilled into Tesco? It. No, my, my. No, my, you can shoplift from Tesco or Sainbury. Well, you, not if for you're me, poor, you can't. That's called theft. But if anyway, you're poor, no, you need no, good you wine. Can't, you, you don't thief because you're, you're stealing from yourself, your soul. That's bollocks. You don't, you, you know, you don't thief. That's utter rubbish. Okay, all right, okay. That's privileged talking. Okay, okay. Well, the, well, the, well, there we are. But I had a mate. Mark, he worked at Jackson's and Piccadilly, so I think it's closed down now. See, we're going back a little bit time. And uh, Nikki would get drunk at lunch, and she'd go, "We're, gonna, we're just going to go over to Jackson's." And 
he would, we'd get him behind the till and we'd like fill up a, um, it was a bit like Fortnum's, we'd fill up a basket with fine, Con, you know, comestibles. 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 <laughs> Fine teas. The finest wines. Exactly, the finest wines in Argumenta. And, and then we'd take it, make sure Mark was on the tour. And it would be like maybe like 30 quid's worth of stuff in a, in a basket. And he would like ring it up and he would say, that's £5.29. And that's not stealing. Now hold on a moment. I wasn't part of this. Nicky used to do this. I would, I would shrink back in horror. But you were there. Indeed. Oh, I see. <laughs> so you're one of the guys no, 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 at the no, no. back who benefits it. without saying oh, anything. But what was so great was that, was, that, was that he would say, that's £5.29, when it was clearly about yeah, yeah, 30 yeah. quid. And she would then give him a fiver and he would give back 40 quid change. <laughs> oh, that's a class act. That's genius. <laughs> She stole, she stole the display out of the window of Jackson's, actually. It was this display of lobsters. Poor Jackson's. Oh, I know. They went bankrupt, no surprise. Well, well there you go. Yeah. But you they see, had, like, really old people working there. It was a lovely old but school. Tesco can afford it, you know. I don't shoplift anymore, cos I'm It's scared. a moral... It's not It's not a pragmatic... It's a, it's, it's a moral... It's, you know, it's, it's a moral issue. It's not a pragmatic issue. Of course it's a practical belongs issue. belongs to someone else, and I don't like people stealing from me. If you I can't don't afford food, food from you steal food. Simple. Yeah, well, I can always afford food. Well, that's bully for you. Yeah. Then and you're lucky you've never most, been in that most, position. Most, most people who steal can, can't they? No. I don't. Why do you think people are, are taking food from food banks, Guy? Is it because they're...? Because it's free. Oh, dear me. Do you really think that? You've walked past it how many times in your local store? I don't Have you ever know. taken something from it because it's free? No, no, I, I don't know what you're talking about. I've never been, never seen a food bank. You don't even know what one is, do you? No. I'll take you down the shop and show you one. There's one at the front of every supermarket. There is not. There is. No, that that's what you put the that's where you put your things in to go to the food bank. For the, yeah, for the poor. But yeah. you don't take stuff out of there. No, but you don't. But you go to the food bank to get the, that stuff. Yeah, but I don't know where the food bank is. You mean you haven't tried shoplifting from that box at the front where the food bank food goes? No, I have not. Not neither have I. But have you put anything into it? Yeah. A box of tea last week. Did you? Yeah. I thought I'd make a start. Why? I don't know, something came over me. It was um, a feeling of... I went, actually went back into the shop and did it. Because I was walking past it and I, and I looked guiltily at my basket and thought, it's really fucking unfair. I looked at what was in there and it was like... all really basic stuff that goes in there. Anyway, we're talking about relationships, everybody, so... Now we're on food banks. Because yeah, yeah. Guy can't quite hack it. <laughs> Having food banks is more painful. Do you know what? It's what, what is it? What the, the Swedes say? Um, big mouth, small workshop. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, guy, relationships. Yeah, 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 Let's get back on the beam. So, do you want me to talk about relationships? Would that help? Okay, well, if you've got a few. Well, ask me a question then, because I'm not got, just going to start. If you've got something to well, say. Well, no, you have to ask me a question. Come on, this is conversation. Yeah, yeah. So, like, so how do you feel about? So you're in a committed relationship, mm. okay, and you you're gooey with each other, and you say I love you forever. And yeah, you go, for you, argument's you, sake, you yeah. don't you don't mean forever, and you go yeah I mean forever. No wait a minute, I what's mean this forever. Fantasy, I've never said that. It, haven't you? It no. Doesn't everyone say that? Guy, no. Oh no, right. I thought you, me, contra mundi, forever. You, me, the stars. Forever's a long time. Right. So, but you don't feel that there's any kind of problem that you will between now and the and the casket and the and the coffin and the grave, you will sleep with anyone but Eleanor. That's not a problem to you. Well, well look, how do you? Everything's a problem if you look at it like that. 
an old friend of mine once says, you know, the best you can hope for it with, with any relationship is that one day one of you is going to wake up next to a corpse. Yeah, well, that's lovely. That's still Daphne's part. But it's not that lovely, is it, waking up next to a dead person and then having to live your life in misery because they've left you? You have to preserve some of yourself. And that's even if you're not, you know, don't have the vanities that we insist on percolating. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But I think it, relationships are not about that. that Relationships are about, increasingly for me, I would say they're about enjoying the moment and trying to maintain the moment as being almost like a holy thing. So you stay there and you understand how precious and beautiful it is to be alive and stay there. Try and stay in that moment. Because if you're in that moment, there is, there's nothing can go wrong, as you said. Nothing can go wrong. But, and you don't have this gnawing feeling of boredom and, rep and repetition. Everybody has that. Like that's think, life. I know what they're going to say. And like something happens. Man, don't you get that about eating? Don't you get that about going to the loo? I mean, it's, that's normal. But with my friends, I can go, they're being a bit boring, I'm going, I'm going to go to bed or I'm going home. But with, the, with your partner, you can't really do that. You're like well, stuck with it. Well, you have to have a, a healthy activity front so that you, if you're working together or doing things together, it's, it's, um, it's uh, testing and trying and annoying enough that you don't get, if you get annoyed with each other, you've got a very good reason for it. And you can blame it on the on the task in hand, because if if you're just sitting in the room together, yeah, it's going to get fucking boring, and it's unequal. No relationship is equal either. Do you think so? Do you no, think what, like, not what one. was it? Rushfukov said, one does the loving, and the other allows themselves to be loved. Yeah, and hopefully, if you're lucky, it swaps. My uncle always says that it's all about child, adult, adult, child. He said, and for for beautiful moments, you'll be you'll be equals, either both children together or both adults together. And you'll, you'll ride that wave for a little while and then you'll switch back to adult-child and one of you will be the adult and the other one will be the child. And that's the way it proceeds. And you get used to managing that. Right. I thought that was quite wise. Yeah. 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 And then a lot of tensions start coming in about time, as you just said, about money, about other people. Money's a fucker. I'm sorry, it's a fucker. It just distorts everything. It's really very difficult to navigate because always there's problems in that area. It doesn't matter. You either, you know, you marry a person who's wealthier than you and you've fucking got a nightmare on your hands and... Or if you're the person that's got the mo most money, then you're, you're feeling put upon because, that, you know, you don't feel they're contributing. But there's so many other things that happen. I think you have to broaden your horizons a bit and it's hard to do. I think it's a real problem that it can be a real problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's always, you can't help it. That's what this whole thing is set up to do. It's set up to make us all, it's hierarchical, isn't it, the system? But when, when you're together with your loved one, you're not supposed to see that. No, you're in a lovely love bubble. Oh, God, Guy. I'm amazed that you, I mean, it's good that you kept it going for 21 years. I don't know how you managed to, <laughs> in your love bubble. Well, I think the, the good lover can recreate the first moments of falling in love again and again, again and again. And, again and again. and I think that love and sex are basically acts of the imagination. Now, most people say that. It's like you're wildly uh, uh, out of order. That's just like a, you're just making it into a stupid game mm. rather than dealing with some lovely fundamental core things about trust, companionship and... Um, 
kind of intimacy and intimacy whereas I think it's just like a game and keep on learning how to how to kind of whip up the well, like like emotional scrabble yeah like a kind of like a kind of party <laughs> entertainer and that's what I've become I guess become like a party entertainer oh my god guy have you ever had therapy <laughs> I, I've ground all therapists into dust in front have. of me <laughs> the trail of broken yeah, therapists yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm really I, I don't find meeting people at all difficult People don't. People don't do that anymore. They do it on the internet anyway. No, I don't do. I don't do meeting people on the internet. I don't That's do how everyone does it now. You know that, and all that. Yeah, I do. But that, to me, they're the people who who just lost the basic skill of talking to someone who you want to talk to. I find that. I'm sure you find it very easy too. And in fact, it's getting easier as everyone else gets worse at it. You can, it party, it's, yeah, it's so like shooting ducks in a barrel, isn't it? <laughs> you can walk up to anyone and go, hello, how's it going? And it's they're like, so oh, my easy. God, <laughs> somebody <laughs> likes me. Someone's talking to me, you know? It's, it's great fun, isn't it, meeting a new person? And it's like being on the Ellis Island of your kind of relationship and the whole continent ahead of you. You don't know where it's going to yeah, go. Yeah, that is true. Because <laughs> soon you find out that you're... It's the island of Dr. Moreau. <laughs> on the Isle of Man. <laughs> <laughs> the Isle of Dogs. Exactly. <laughs> Looking for a way to get the fucking ferry off it as fast as possible. Right, I'm, I'm just going to leave you now, Guy, for a second, because I, I need to just uh, visit the... Uh, but you can say what you want now on the table. I'm oh, yeah, here. Go on, go on. Go so on, I'm just going to leave it here and you can say whatever you want. <laughs> and I'll hear it later. You've got to be aware of that. It's recording. By the way, I can hear you out this window as well. Don't stop on my account. I don't, I'm not going to. So Paul's gone off. And I feel like uh, we're, in a th we're in the third episode here. I think it's the third episode. And... I can see he's a little bit worried about really opening up and talking absolutely truthfully about what's going on with him. And, um... Hello. <laughs> Did you hear what I said? No, but I will. <laughs> uh. <laughs> he appeared in an unexpected uh, doorway there. Yeah, I came round the other side <laughs> just to keep him on his toes. <laughs> so, um... I mean, you know... But the thing is, is that, 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 that this is, in a way, we are... Actually, Damien said uh, to me, if you have to go to a therapist, it's just a sign that you're not working your friends hard enough. And I thought, absolutely spot on. Absolutely spot on. If a friendship isn't about saying all the... Th Why do you need to go to a funny room and pay 50 quid an hour to someone... There's something wrong with your social life if you need to do that. You should have a mate and you should say, this is what's going on with me. It's not altogether very, uh, <laughs> very nice, but I'd like to... The guy who's been on the STEP programme, though, and, uh, you know, who, who's... He's had plenty of therapy, hasn't he? I mean, surely... To well, me. I really don't know, actually. I really don't know. Well, he's definitely done all that STEP stuff and given up booze and had lots of support, you know, that, which was... I would, I would hazard a guess. I hope I'm... I might be wrong about this, but... I would hazard a guess that he's paid for a fair bit of it. Right. So, you know, that's it. Well, he, well anyway, when I heard that, I thought, there's a man... And he is, you know, Damien, he's, he's... He always struck me as a man who's pretty forthright with... Uh, yeah, but he doesn't always practise what he preaches because he's not the kind of person he's preaching to. Guilty as charged. You know? Yeah, but, you know, you know, it's easy to say something... It is, hard, right. it, is, it is hard to maintain mm. uh, friendships over a long period of time. It is, yeah. Because... Particularly if the person's changed, or if I've changed. I've got a friend who 
who I knew at school, and I feel I'm a different person now. Mm. But when I'm with him, when I was with him, I don't see him really, I feel uh, that he knows things about me. That, <laughs> or that, that he, he sees me as, as a person, I feel I'm not really that person anymore. The old version of you. Yeah, the Mark 1. <laughs> the version 1.0. <laughs> discontinued. Yeah. There was a, what was yeah. it called? A callback? Or yeah, a, yeah, that was a... <laughs> there were some design that, flaws in exactly. that. And so, but, so I'm like the Mark 2. But when I meet him and he knew me as the Mark 1, I remember feeling distinctly uncomfortable. I shouldn't have been. I should have laughed about it mm. and been open, but I didn't quite have the courage to do that. My friend Mick Brown always used to, he had, with his girlfriend, he was, he, he was with her for a long, long time, and so whenever she used to pick him up on something, he'd done something outrageous. He was very fond of amphetamines, so he used to go on these huge benders. He was a truck driver, that's how he got into it. But he was also the drummer in a quite a famous band. And he used to, they used to have these blazing rows, and they used to go, he used to go, Jess, but Jess, don't you understand? I've changed now, that was the old me. And this thing was something that happened the week before. <laughs> <laughs> nice footwork. Fantastic. <laughs> I actually tried that a few times. It fucking didn't wash. Yeah, I mean, you need a lot of hotspur to pull that off, I tell you. And I obviously haven't got it. <laughs> but anyway, they stayed together for a long time. What's the point of staying together? Well, I think when you're taking amphetamines, there's no point at all. <laughs> <laughs> because it's so completely one thing, isn't it? It's like everything's feeding back into itself. But that's what self is, isn't it? I, I, I'm not going to mention it, but I had this girlfriend, and sometimes I used to say, I quite like to get one of those. And she used to go, and she used to like to stroke my arm, for yourself, for your own self. Would you like one of those?